are your new go-to girls for everything bad. <gasps> okay, Alan. Alan, we just called Alan to start the show and he just doesn't answer us. <laughs> so I'm not surprised. Oh, here he is. Hold up. What do you bitches want? Hello. Hello. Hi. You got better things to do? I literally had just picked up a paintbrush to do something and i said you know what swear to god i'm gonna pick this up and start painting and that's when jessica's gonna call me <laughs> the paintbrush touched the wall jessica and then my phone went off and i said god fucking damn it i knew it wait alan uh... jess left this weird circled silicone thing and i thought it was she said it's from the dildo, which I don't understand what the Ew, fuck it is. When you just stretch it out. <laughs> but it's like it's like um it's like um what are those called? A stress ball. No, this is what it is. When we got our dildos we're just not supposed to talk about sex. We just can't. When we got our dildos, I don't know why. Oh, it had in the like. Okay, so like you know when you go to a toy store and oh, it's they like, just want you to feel. Yeah, what it you feels. feel okay. through the box. Yeah, it's like oh, touch to feel how realistic. And I was like, I kept it. Yeah. Well, now I'm playing with it, and so I this found it, and I just thought it'd be a really good stress reliever for you over there. It is. You're welcome. But Tracy's like fucking stretching it out like fucking balls. <laughs> it looks like old grandpa balls being stretched. <laughs> Oh, so just yeah. in case you didn't know Good that shit. this morning. Good time. That's, lo- that's You're lovely. Welcome. You're welcome. That's lovely. Well, sorry um stop you from painting, although that is a sight to see. Yeah. I suck. I'm al- I'm only allowed to do small things. Yeah. Yeah, I don't imagine you being like very skilled at painting. No, I'm not a good like physical person in that regard uh, uh, is rachel painting she, she's probably amazing at it well yeah she's a professional <laughs> <laughs> well that's awkward um it's it's her and my parents um doing most of the work i'm cutting in the walls where i can't mess anything up mm. so that's fun oh you mean jessica waters jessica waters an icon in, in her own right in her own in her own world <laughs> you know friends with her on facebook right no way i can't <laughs> picture yeah. these like. pictures of alan and then i repost them at club baddie <laughs> i see all the time where she like comments on a picture of sassy and it's just like oh my god how cute and i'm like god damn it now my mom wants grandkids i get very excited it's like somebody you know like celebrities writing on my wall it's very cool yeah jessica waters <laughs> tell her we said hi um so guys today we are talking we're going back we're going back old school to dear trey and jay because what are we best at giving you advice advice yeah just sorry regular advice (laughs) (laughs) giving you advice uh again we don't know why you want our advice Mm -mm. but we're glad you asked because we have a lot to say Mm -hmm. um may not be right (laughs) may not be good i love my favorite thing is on social when people like have fucking problems with our answers and i'm like we're like we told you we're the worst example the show of is called bad examples we're not here to give you good advice the we're just here to give you yeah. our opinion the subtext which, is literally don't don't listen, listen to us don't take stop. us seriously stop stop. <laughs> stop stop don't listen to this podcast anymore <laughs> people are like insulted i'm like uh like, ew why would you say that we're like bro no one asked you to listen <laughs> literally not a gun to your head I, I hate when our show is held to any sort of standard because we're a joke do you know oh, what yeah, i mean absolutely like i thought that was part of the we thought jersey licious <laughs> and glam fair was bad this is the worst show that came out of jersey but it's fine <laughs> it's fine oh my gosh i'm like i don't want to be asked for our opinions on things like nobody should care what we think about certain things we're clowns mm. yep like you don't go to the circus and ask the fucking clown like 
how to do makeup. Who'd you vote for? Like, yeah. who gives a fuck? <laughs> how to do makeup? Huh. Actually, they're pretty good at makeup. Mm, looks about right, like mine. <laughs> Clown makeup. Clown makeup, uh, as people would say. Um. All right, so let's let's hop in here. I'm ready. We got a nice mix of like serious ones and all kinds of ones. All right, here we go. Ooh, <laughs> we're, ju- we're jumping right in. Hit me. How do you, how to get over a miscarriage of an unplanned pregnancy that mm. none of my family or friends knew? That's a whole nother level because it's hard to get over a miscarriage, but then it was unplanned and you're still sad about it. Doesn't mean you're not upset. That's not my area. This is all you, boo. Mm. You got to tell somebody. You can't just. It's like hard phone enough. Phone a friend, maybe. Yeah. Phone a friend. Yeah. It's hard enough when you go through it and it was planned and everyone knows and and you have to talk about it. But when you're hiding a secret like that, that's really heavy. You shouldn't deal with that on your own. Um, damn. Yeah. Like maybe that's when therapy comes in. For sure. Because like a third neutral party who doesn't really care if you were, weren't, or, you oh, know, wait. like planning or whatever. I think, and I understand what you're thinking in your head because it wasn't planned. I also think a lot of people assume because it wasn't planned that you're like not upset. This happened to one of our friends recently who like had an unplanned loss. Mm-hmm. But like it still hurt her. You know, so it's then that's okay. Um, it's still a loss, and it's still um, something to deal with. Yeah, it's still that you have to do pretty much by yourself now because nobody knows. Yeah, and it's still your feelings. Like you can't hide. Like why, why try to hide what you're feeling? If you're upset, that's okay. It's okay to feel. That's why I tell everybody that messaged me with it. I'm like, whatever you're feeling, it's okay. It's normal. You're gonna be mad. Yes, you're gonna be angry. Yes, you're gonna cry. Yes, you're gonna scream in frustration. Yes, you're gonna. You're going to feel all these things. You're going to go through phases of um, grief and that's all normal. So, um, yeah, my first response would be to to talk to somebody, talk to tell your tell your mom, tell your best friend and um, and let them be there for you. All right. Next one. Oh, okay. My sister is dating a guy who's had over 30 arrests. I don't know how to help her to see that he's no good for her. First of all, you know what? Talk about stuff that people don't care about our opinion but what's wrong with our criminal justice system yeah that somebody can be arrested 30 fucking times i like almost need more i need to know what he was arrested for right because you only get like three strikes for driving you only <laughs> yeah, get three strikes yeah. for like selling crazy don't i mean he didn't get, he didn't murder anyone because you go right to jail for that do not collect two hundred dollars <laughs> i don't know 30 times like do you want to be on the same side of the street as someone who's been arrested 30 times no i just feel like first of all if she's dating him Everywhere she goes, she's going to be looked at because yeah, he, he's a criminal. He's a criminal. <laughs> yeah. And like, you can't worry about him like going one speed over the limit to mm-hmm. be like, slow down. If we get pulled over, like then you're associated with that. How do you tell someone you love that someone's no good for them based on like not even how they're being treated, just based on who they are? You know what I mean? Like that's double jeopardy. Yeah. The problem is here. People don't want to hear what they don't want to hear. Yeah. It, she's going to have to find out on her own. Uh, I mean, also, like, maybe tell your friend, hey, can your guy not get a job at McDonald's because he's a 30-time felon? That's true. What does he do for a yeah, living? so many questions. I mean, the answer, you know the answer of what he does for a living. Oh, right. It's he's a criminal. Crime. It's crime. <laughs> <laughs> the answer is crime. <laughs> um, but, right. like, okay. I need to know, is Fair. he a drug dealer? Is he just got, like, busted for, like, weed? Or is he like, so, I don't know. I need, I need answers. All right. I'm going to message her. Maybe we could circle yeah, I back feel around. a little bit more. Hold on. Yeah. Cause like 30 times, that's definitely, it's not all the same crime. Yeah. 30 times is a lot. Yeah. 
If it's what? like battery or assault or robbery, like at what point do you call it quits? That's crazy to me. And is it is the, my real question is is it thirty times that he's been booked and charged, or is it thirty times that he's just been in holding? Okay, great questions. I just messaged her. In the meantime, I'm into my friend. He says he's not a relationship guy, but acts like he is. Do I pursue? Hmm. No, he's literally telling you, I don't want a relationship with you, but telling you as he's beating around the bush. I'm not a relationship guy, but of course he is. He just doesn't want one with you. I have nothing else to say. She's right. She's 100%. right. 100%. He's just trying to dodge right. you as a bullet. Shit. I'm going to say on the guy's perspective, it also might just be like, he's saying that so that you'll just sleep with him because he doesn't want commitment, but he wants to sleep with you. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, all guys as your friends want to sleep with you. I'm convinced of that now. As of 2020, I'm convinced of that. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's a no-go. Sorry, girl. Do you think it's Cray? <laughs> yes. I swear it says Cray. <laughs> Do you think it's Cray to get married before 25? Boyfriend is five years older and is going to be ready. No, because no. I did. I think especially because he's older. Fuck, he's 30. He's ready. Maybe you're not. And females are ready earlier. So actually, it's like you're 30 in your mind. Yeah. So I think this is a go. I got married young, and if it wasn't for the unfortunate unraveling of events at the end, I would have been happy. So, I mean, I feel like you just kind of know, but like people do change and they'll just totally fuck your whole world up. But um, I think like whenever you're ready, you know, and especially if he's older. Yeah. Hmm. I bet all his friends are getting married at age 30-ish. Yes, for sure. So he's probably in that mindset. I I think if if he was your age, maybe no, but... But because he's older, I think that's the game changer right there. Because he's older, because you're younger, what Tracy said is totally right. People are going to change. Mm. You just have to be prepared that you have to change with them. Whoa. Like, if you're going to be younger, you're hitting different milestones that they already know about. Mm -hmm. So you got to be ready that you're going to have to change in a way that they're not necessarily ready for also. That's a very true point. That's a very true point. Um, Okay. How to express your desire to get married without seeming too pushy. I don't think that's a thing. I think you have to have open communication with whoever you're with. Mm-hmm. And you have to know if they even want that. They may not even want that. Yeah, I agree. It has to be a conversation. And it's not pushy. You're just asking about it. Like I have, listen, I have no one, this is not me being pushy or being like, where's my ring? But like, is that something that you even want or are looking forward to with me? Mm-hmm. And if not, like it's totally fine. Just let me know. And then if it is great, like just so I'm, I have a heads up that this is actually going somewhere. I do think it's important to communicate and have that conversation because some men do need the push. And some men don't want to get married. And some men, yeah, and some men don't want to get married. So, But if you know he wants to get married and he's just dragging his feet, you do have to be very careful because there's a fine line because some men get turned off to the push. The push drives them away and they're Mm -hmm. like, you know what? You just added a year to your proposal. (laughs) (laughs) It's like a probation period. Yeah, it is. But then there's other men that, literally won't do shit until you harass them about it so which is also weird i would never want to have to chase down a guy the funny thing is like if you don't just have that conversation anything else you do is going to be the thing that's the push yeah 100 percent. like those tiktoks where people are like listen whispering into their boyfriend's phones like engagement ring engagement ring engagement ring yeah like that kind of shit would fucking make me run for the hills yeah yeah did it, Alan, how did it happen for you? Did Rachel like ever bring it up? Like you guys obviously had a conversation about it. You know, I don't know that we necessarily had a conversation about like, I, I feel like I'm getting ready to get married or anything like that. Whoa. Honestly, what happened to me is we've been together for a while. We, you know, we've lived together our entire relationship. 
And so we had that kind of relationship that felt like we were ready to take the next step. And mm. I'll tell you the moment I knew I was going to like the moment that I started looking for engagement. I was having a really bad like depression. I just I was unemployed at the time. And I went to visit Rachel and I was so down in the dumps that I felt like I wasn't worth anything. And she still looked at me like I was the best thing in the world. And like <laughs> something about that, it clicked in me. And I literally like I went home after that visit to her in Vermont. Got back to my apartment, started looking up engaged bearings. Crying forever. That was really sweet. That was really sweet. And Alan, you're amazing and we love you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's like the saddest thing. I didn't know how Thank to comment you. on that. <laughs> I was like, we Mary has too. <laughs> uh, no, that's that's amazing. That's amazing. I do feel like some men just... They do like Alan, I appreciate that you were you're smart enough to make that connection. Like, here is a person I care about. I don't want her going anywhere. Um, but mm. some men take that for granted for sure. I've seen oh, it with 100%. so many of my friends, you know. Um Or they and... think that they won't leave if they do anything wrong. It's like she's already here, she's not gonna leave. Yeah. This just in, we leave. Yeah, and, and <laughs> honestly, like you look stupid. Like when you've been dating the same girl for eight years, you live together. You've talked about marriage. Like, what the fuck are you waiting for? Yeah, honestly, point? you look really dumb. You look really dumb. It's it's to us. It's like what? Like he doesn't want you. He's literally comfortable. You're a roommate. Yeah, you become a roommate. Yeah, and it, and it's and it's frustrating. And and I always say this to my friends that you know their fiance like has taken so long. On the wedding day, the man is always the happiest. He has the best day of his life. They, he cries. He gets drunk. He's so happy. And it's like, this is, you dragged your feet. Look at this. Look how happy. You're so happy with your decision. Why did you do this? Men are dumb. Not Alan. And like, you're never going to have better sex than your wedding day. Whoa. Really? Like, you, you I mean, unless you're the kind of person that's like waiting until marriage and then you're going to have the worst sex <laughs> yeah, in the world. Accurate. <laughs> but yeah, like, are you kidding me? That night where it's like, we're both a little bit tipsy. Uh, we, at least for mine, where it wasn't like, all right, we had this huge reception and that we had to degreet a hundred people. It was like, all right, great. This is awesome. Uh, Party's let's over. go see what your, uh, wedding night long. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and, um, we're happy to be married. Oh my God. That's so cute. It is true. Like married sex is different. Like at first for sure. You're just like, oh, this is fun. You're kind of like a new person. You're my husband. Exactly. <laughs> Like the first time that she, when she got her license that said Waters on it, that was another moment. It was like, I'm officially Rachel Waters. And it was like, all right, opens bedroom door. <laughs> <laughs> uh, amazing. All right. On to the next one. Who do we have here? Would you let your fiance go on a weekend trip with another person of the opposite sex? No. Me thinks no. <laughs> no. <laughs> what? <laughs> Why? Why would that be necessary? Why would that be a thing? Just him and her? That's yeah. that's a fucking hard no for me. That's a you're getting played, fool. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah, nuts. that makes that's weird. Like if it's a group of friends, I get it. But if it's just the two of them, yeah, it's a no. Yeah, that's a why. Fucking no. That's called you're the side piece. <laughs> mm. Yeah, you that got sounds that. Sounds like a fabulous song right there. <laughs> You got that engagement ring, but he got it out of a Cracker Jack box. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. I'd go check the, uh, the, uh, <laughs> appraise it. Appraise it. Yeah. Um, not advice question, but how has your families held up during this pandemic? Um, what about your kids? My kids are fucking miserable. 
they're so miserable they're like no one will play with us and i'm like i know like we just found like one kid in our neighborhood who's like willing to like hang <laughs> one out child. And yeah like because <laughs> felt really bad because it's really really it's definitely changing how kids are acting i mean they don't they don't get an, a lot of like interaction from other people like they don't get smiles from other people they're not they're learning a lot less of how to be socially interactive from it yeah and i hate it do y'all remember that movie uh bubble boy yeah that's exactly what it is yep <laughs> This movie's scary. Scary? It is. Like, I mean, I was thinking about that, too, because, like, where my dad is, they're, they've had zero cases pop up, and they're getting mm-hmm. ready to move back to school and doing, like, air quotes, regular things. Like, they're possibly going to have prom. They're mm-hmm. going to have graduation. Yeah, that's And there's too. something about, like, having that normalcy that is good for them, but also kind of like, all right, we've got to be careful to do this because we don't want to have such a normal night that just turns around into great now we've got a hundred sick kids yeah a hundred sick kids half of them have herpes i think that's more of the problem is the std (laughs) count then yeah uh this girl's pregnant and has covid it's just uh, (laughs) oh goodness what a nightmare uh all right oh some of these are so sad. Why? Dear Trey and Jay, hating my body after kids has made me not want to have sex with my husband because I'm embarrassed. Have sex with the lights off then. I just think women don't understand men are just such simple creatures. Like the fact that you have like tits and an ass is enough. Yeah. I've been told a million times like stretch marks don't bother me. No. They really don't bother no. me. No. I'm like, okay. No. They don't care. Yeah. They don't care. And... I just feel like we over and I get it. Social media is like in our face showing us perfect airbrushed bodies all day that have Uh been like photoshopped and surgically enhanced. But it's not real. Men know it's not real because they're with real women. They're none of them are really with these women because they don't exist. So they could never get these women is what you're saying. And I'm telling you what's worse than you not like you hating your body is you not having sex with your husband. Like, oh, no, that's the problem. I'm sure he wants to have sex with you. And I'm sure he'd rather have sex with you looking like that than not sex at all. Yes. And I'm sure you're being hard on yourself because after you have kids, your body changes. And I get it. It's like a it's a tough pill to swallow. Like, who am I now? Yeah. But also he did this to you. He put it in you. So this is true. It's his fault. So blame him. If you're like, if I, I don't, I don't feel comfortable around you anymore. Just be like, this is your fault. You impregnated me. You did this to me. You know, my friend just texted me yesterday. She was late for work because she's like 30, almost 30 weeks pregnant. And she just got stretch marks. She literally sent me a picture crying. She goes, I had to call out late for work because I was crying. because I saw my first stretch marks and I'm just like, Aww. this is like the part of the, your body changing. And it's just your husband has or your boyfriend whoever you're with has seen your body evolve and change and it's not like yeah. a big surprise so i don't there's it's called a dad bod and a beer belly for a reason like they're gonna get there too yeah for so sure. they should appreciate that you're sticking around for that yeah and i i don't know i like i guess it's cliche to say like you should love your body it carried his children but it's true and um at least you know if you especially if you're a new mom like be easy on yourself it's hard to just jump back in and you know feel good again i know obviously i'm not gonna have to deal with that side of things but i feel like this is another one that's like have that conversation because if your husband doesn't understand where you're coming from Mm -hmm. that's a sign that you might need to go and look at like couples therapy Mm -hmm. to work through that because that's going to turn into a bigger problem Mm -hmm. for sure for sure well you also learn a lot about who you're with after you have kids Mm -hmm. so i think that's yeah that's the that's the gut wrencher out of all that you really learn. This question is kind of connected to that, but it says, how do you get your mojo back postpartum? Mama needs help. Feels ugly. Too tired to get down. Oh, <laughs> 
Um, first of all, I think that like really, I say this a lot, but like mascara and lipstick goes a long fucking way. Just like it takes a red light to put on lipstick and to put mascara on, you could do it as you're running out the door. I don't understand how these moms say, I don't have time for, to get myself ready. It doesn't take much to put fucking mascara and lipstick on and it makes you feel a world of difference. Mm -hmm. So I don't know why they're fighting me and not doing it, but like it just try it one day. You will feel so much better. Leave conditioner in your hair. Don't wash it out. It'll be silky smooth. Then put a little lipstick on and put some mascara on. You're like a whole new person. I've been doing that trick with my hair. And I love it. I know. I told you. I'm going through my expensive ass conditioner pretty quickly. I told you get cheap conditioner. (laughs) But yes, leave it in. It's like silky smooth now, right? Oh, it's amazing. My mom taught me that years ago. She has curly hair. You know, I I especially feel for these women now just because I'm going through this and it sucks and it really does suck. And it's like, look in the mirror and you're just like, who the fuck am I? Where'd I lose control? Yeah. What? And like, I get it. You're too tired to do things and it's hard. It's hard. And, you know, I think what Tracy said is right. Like you have to force yourself to feel better about yourself because some of it is like having a pity party a little bit. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying is like I have three kids and I'm living on my own with my three kids. Like they live in my house. (laughs) I I get them to school to here, to there, up, down, play dates, wherever, dinners. I do all that and no one's there to help me. And I still don't leave the house without either mascara or lipstick or at least my hair done to feel good. Because when I don't, I literally feel like such a fucking slob. And I'm like, I don't even want to get out of the car for school drop off. Like, I feel like shit. So when you're waiting at school, throw some lipstick on like before drop off, like whatever it is, you you have the you have the time to brush your teeth in the morning and go to the bathroom and make coffee like you have time to do these other two things. And I just prioritize it. Yeah. And I and I do think your partner, like Alan kind of said, is essential in this because, you know, you want him to make you feel better about yourself. Like I constantly am like bringing up my C-section scar to Denny. I'm like, do you see it? You know, he pretends he doesn't. I'm like, well, I can see that shit. So I know he does. <laughs> but, you know, like I, I don't know. Part of it is your partner like bringing lifting you up too. you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so I have a weird like suggestion that not everybody isn't anything like with BDSM, but if you go and huh. look at that uh, bondage, domination, sadomasochism. Uh-huh. Where's this the... going? <laughs> What's so, happening here? Part of like the very important thing with that is because a lot of times it gets intensely rough or something. And there's a part that's called aftercare. And like looking at that aftercare and what that means in just a regular sex life is really important particularly for things like this, because like if you start feeling that in sex that you you catch a glimpse of something and it makes you feel those emotions where suddenly you you don't feel like you want to look at some of those aftercare practices that they use for BDSM, that it might be helpful for you. Because a lot of the times it's like, all right, I the partners have to have a word or something where you see that emotion happens and you stop and you make them a cup of tea. You like caress their head or something that makes them feel comfortable and confident in the moment this is what bdsm is wait a second i'm confused what? you have this, tea in the, the middle of being bdsm no like the correct way to do bdsm is to make sure the aftercare is properly done and it's not necessarily like always right in the middle but i do know that like there are some times where something will happen and you just reach your limit and so you essentially you have to tap out and you need Whoa. to be prepared to take those steps of like all right great I, i'm sorry i hope you're okay let me do this for you but like the aftercare part is so important. And I think that's something to get dismissed a lot in a lot of sexual relationships that like it's just about wham, bam, great, thanks, let's cuddle. 
but there's a lot more to it than that. And I think in these situations, that's really important, particularly for someone who feels sensitive about their body. Yeah. So like, like what's an aftercare you would suggest? Well, like for I'm just going to use you as an example. You mentioned your C-section scar mm-hmm. and I'm not saying this is going to be what you want, but like if that's like the part, <laughs> I mean, if you want, I was going to say, if that's the part that you oh feel God. sensitive about, if he rubs that part of your body more gently afterwards to show that it's not something he dislikes or is scared of mm-hmm. like you got to find the things that are the insecurities and slowly strip them away and realize that they're just a part of the normal life now i first of all i just want to say i love this and this is beautiful it really is beautiful but like i just have a visual face when you said a rubber scar she nearly can i don't think this one's for her Alan, I would have done anything to have you look at her face. <laughs> oh my god. Jess is so not like a lovey person. I, no, it but took I, like I four years knowing her to hug her. I get what you're saying. I think this is actually really good advice. <laughs> it's just not for Jessica. <laughs> it's not for me. <laughs> oh man. Oh I will god. never forget the face. And I will say, like, I'm hundred percent the same way that like I'm really insecure that I've gotten I've gotten fat i got a big old tummy but like i do not want it it touched no i don't want my stomach touched (laughs) so you guys are the same like like a troll like a troll with the diamond in the belly rachel rubs it stop it i can't breathe like even when we're cuddling if like she if she's the big spoon and reaches her arm around me and touches my stomach i'm like nah don't do that put it on my shoulder chill bitch don't touch me Alan, this is iconic. Wait a second. I'm I hate to, for this to be a double standard, but women love like I love grabbing Den's belly. Like it's nothing better. Like <laughs> Rachel probably loves that shit. She probably is yeah. giving you comfort. Right. Yeah. And, and but that's the thing is like it's not going to be the same for everybody. You yeah. have to find what works. Right. Like I'm not going to say that I I definitely wouldn't be in the situation and be like, "Okay, I'd like a hot cup of tea now." Yeah. But like some people want a hot cup of tea and it it's all over the spectrum of what some people just need to be cuddled um i've seen some things where it's like i saw something where someone was talking about aftercare and they were in the middle of like particularly rough sex and the other person just suddenly their face kind of like clocked out you know that moment where it's like you're thinking about something else and you're no longer in the moment the worst and they they realized that and they stopped and they were like are you okay they were like yeah but the way they said yeah was like, you know how when you say yeah and you're not really okay. What were they yeah. thinking like about? Like me every single day. Exactly. Well, exactly. Like it's it's like what is it that took you out of that moment and what made you feel like I, I didn't want to be here? And so it's hard to like figure it out for everybody. But again, you got to have that conversation. Are we, you're going to find some awkward things for sure. <laughs> yeah. I love this. I love this so much. I think that's really great advice. Uh, and um, on that note... On that note, uh, next question. On that note, rubbing my belly. Let's take a a break. I just cannot stop the visual. The visualization needs to end here, here now. Um, let's take a quick break. Talk about our sponsors who are awesome for sponsoring the show. And then when we get back, more questions with Dear Trey and Jay. I'm Alex. And I'm Tina. And we're the hosts of the podcast, Obsessed with the Best. We met in a spin class in New York City. Right after my Brazilian wax. Oof. (laughs) And we've been friends ever since. We've worked as actresses, singers, models, makeup artists, and producers. Depending on the week, we're doing something totally different. And because of our jobs, we have to try everything – 
products, trends, you name it. And then we give you the real deal over drinks. We promise to only talk about the best of the best, the things we're absolutely obsessed with. And we cover it all because we know that a book and a documentary can add just as much value to your life as a jade roller and a cocktail. Welcome to Obsessed Obsessed with with the Best with Alex and and Tina. Tina. Don't forget to like, download, and subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Obsessed with the Best Pod. All right, guys, I know sometimes you get really, really bored. You have nothing to do. And you're you're like, I just want to do something fun, mindless. Just like feel like you're getting something done. The answer clearly here is best fiends. fiends. I mean, it's what we do whenever I have a moment. I'm like, oh, let me just play some best fiends quick. The best part about this is that you don't need Internet. That's the best thing that you could play it. I feel like Dr. Seuss, but on a plane, on a train, you could play it anywhere. And you never need service for it. You get new characters. You get new fun stuff. You get to feel like you're doing something successful. It's like having a friend that's always there for you when you need them. Oh, like, yes. What a ride or die. A ride or die. Yeah. Like these best fiends, like the fiends are your actual friends. And the without game, the R. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You like that, huh? I do like that. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. And, and, you know, you can always count on best fiends to be there if you're bored, if you need to just like crush some time. It's free to download. It's a casual mobile puzzle game. And I'm not the only one because it's 100 million downloads. So download this five-star rated puzzle game, Best Fiends, for free on the Apple App Store or Google Play. Best Fiends has literally thousands of levels to solve. More than thousands. Like right now they're doing a Matters Matter event. Mm -hmm. And it's, you know, all scientific and like nerdy. And it's just fun. There's always a new theme you never open it up. You never open the app and see the same shit. It's always something different with Best Fiends. Download the five-star rated puzzle game Best Fiends free today on the Apple App Store or Google Play. That's friends without the R. Best Fiends. When it comes to phones, there's always something. Always hidden fees, right? Like mm-hmm. you think you're paying X amount, but you never. It's always more. But we have to come up with a better system. And here it is. Mint Mobile offers premium wireless service starting at just 15 bucks a month. So there must be a catch, What's right? The catch? Yes. There isn't one. Mint Mobile's secret sauce is that they're the first company to sell wireless service online only. By cutting out retail stores, there's no crazy overhead costs that get passed down to you in the form of mystery fees. Instead, Mint Mobile just passes on sweet savings directly to you. All plans come with unlimited talk, unlimited text, high-speed data delivered at the nation's largest 5G network. 5G. And if you guys are not 100% satisfied, Mint Mobile has you covered with their seven-day money-back guarantee. So switch to Mint Mobile and get premium wireless service starting at just 15 bucks a month. Yeah, we're doing it. You should join us. What's our phone number, Tracy? Huh? Yeah, we've got a phone number. 540394 one three five nine wow thank you mint mobile because now you're connecting us in a much better way with our fan base and our audience to get your wireless plan for again just 15 bucks a month get the plan shipped to your door for free go to mintmobile.com slash bad examples that's mintmobile.com slash bad examples and cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month with mintmobile.com slash bad examples mint mobile we love you All right, guys, we're back. Um, Let's jump into some more of this exciting question and answer saga. So I have one that is actually really related to what you were talking about, but it's on the other side. It's 
how do you move forward after you have an abortion? Ooh, and I, I, don't I, I don't want to like throw out Rachel's business or my business, but we, we did have one at one point. And wow. I say we, she had one. Wow. And I could entirely be wrong because this isn't something we've gone through. But from what I read and what I was hearing from people, it's very similar to a miscarriage and that you're feeling the same emotions. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and it has the same kind of effect on her body, her mental state. Mm-hmm. And it took a long time afterwards before things were, were okay again. We had to have a lot of conversations. There were a lot of things that like, you talked about this in the miscarriage episode. I just didn't understand. Yeah. And like, I know men have a trouble with sitting there and listening and not trying to make it better. But like, holy shit, I just had to sit and listen because I would never have understood that in a million years. Yeah. And yeah. I still, of course, don't fully. I don't know anything about either of those two things, but um, I can imagine it must be very hard because you're making the decision as opposed to as a miscarriage where it's happening to you. In both ways, it's so sad because it's something that like, it's it's almost out of your control, but it's in your control. It's so, it has to be like heartbreaking to go through both of those things. I can imagine them being pretty similar of feeling like a loss in such a way. Yeah, I know like anyone I know that's had one is devastated afterwards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I drove mm-hmm. my friend to one and she just like, I waited for her in the parking lot and she just like cried and sobbed. Like it's Horrible devastating. Feeling, it's not yeah. an easy decision to make. Mm-hmm. And yeah, for sure. And um, one of the hardest things for me was that I couldn't go back with her. Oh, like in the in the room? Yeah, like it, we got to Planned Parenthood and I had to sit in the waiting room. I couldn't go back yeah. with her to the back. It's got to be for scary everything. for both. Yeah, I mean, for mm-hmm. everyone in, involved, it has to be so horrifying. I can't even imagine what people go through for that. So what did Rachel like tell you that like you're not understanding my sadness here? Mm-hmm. Like you're not. Well, I think largely it had to do similar with like what you're talking about with losing uh, having a miscarriage with an unplanned baby. It was something that, you know, we knew it was the right decision for us mm-hmm. at the time, mm-hmm. but it still felt like there was a big loss of something that we didn't really know what was there or what was going to happen. And she said, it, you know, it was just like a wave of sadness that never really fully left. I think that's um, something that stays with you forever. It's, it's It has to. Yeah. It, there's no way. You have to think about it in like so many different times of the yeah. day. Like even just somebody yeah, posting like, something could just trigger. It has yeah. to just haunt and we you in be, every way. Yeah, we should be more sensitive to it's that. It's so sad. I don't go, yeah. go through it. It's and like what it did easy. to her hormones and it's I mean, I, again, it's not the same extreme that like actually going through pregnancy and having a baby or going later in pregnancy and having a miscarriage. Because, of course, at that point, your hormones have, have really spiked. But like there was still a spike in hormones that suddenly she lost that like it took her a long time for her body to correct itself. Mm-hmm. And it's it, it's not just a mental thing. It's also a medical thing. They're like, there are now chemicals in your body that weren't there before, and suddenly they are gone, and now your body is trying to change what chemicals are there. It's it's a really intensive situation, but part of it was just like, you know, I feel sad. I don't know why I feel sad. It's like the de- depression has really set in, and I can't explain why I feel that way, but I just need the comfort of someone being there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry you guys went through this. We didn't, I didn't know. know that, yeah. Yeah, it was... Um, it was actually, I hope my parents never listen to this. It was before we were officially dating. Whoa. Yeah, which is another, like, another reason we've always had a really strong relationship is, you know, we went through a lot of things mm-hmm. before we ever became 
Facebook official. Um, Yeah, it it was one of the craziest times in my life. We had just moved to New York. I had just started a new job and she actually went to the doctor to find out about uh, different birth control. And I was about to go into my first meeting and she called. And so I was like, I'm sorry, I have to step in and take this call real quick. And she was like, well, they said that I can't get birth control. And I was like, oh, why? She was like, because I'm pregnant. And oh, I was like, oh, my God. Lord Jesus. Just all right. All once. Um, uh... And it was super weird because like she didn't tell her parents and actually her parents still don't know. But I told my parents. You did? I, I did. The I told them. I, son. Because I was like, I panicked. I was like, I she's she's pregnant i was like i don't know what to do i don't know if we're gonna did they support your decision (sighs) not really Mm. um but you know they understand why we made it Mm -hmm. um they weren't happy about the decision but at the same time they're also kind of like well it is your decision to make yeah that's a good route to take yeah as as a pastor i assumed that he would have been a lot harder on you so that you got off easy yeah it's really hard in that land because it's like and and the thing that I always tell people is similar. To, I was like, you know, I grew up with that. And you're right. I understand where you're coming from in that pro-life situation. But at the end of the day, God gave everyone free will. Mm-hmm. And by giving them free will, God gave the power of choice. Whoa. Pastor Allen. Pastor Allen. <laughs> there he is, no. folks. There he is. <clears throat> Hit us with a scripture, Bill. <laughs> the power of choice with Pastor Allen. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, that should be a podcast. Well, we love you guys. I'm really yeah. sorry you went through that. Yeah. But you know what? You guys made the right decision and you can't even imagine the stress and emotion and you guys are the yeah. best couple. You guys are couple goals because you really do it all. All right, guys, I got a good question for you. You ladies are experienced with running businesses as well as working for someone else's business. So here's my question. Oh, this looks like a math problem. Oh, Jesus. I work with a friend's cleaning houses. It's her business, but she hired me to help for a few days a week. She pays me about 30% and keeps the rest. She buys the cleaning products and drives us to locations. Does this sound fair? I've had people tell me I should be paid more. A couple of these houses are customers that I got us. Mm. Hmm. Well, if you're getting the customers, you're getting 50. And if you're not getting the customers, I think you should get 40. Alan, what's 30% of $100? 70. 30. 30% of $100 is $30. $70 all. Okay. So if she cleans a house for $100. She's making 30. Yeah, that ain't enough, sis. Yeah, it depends on like how long you're there. And I'm going to say, like Tracy said, it if you're getting the customer, you should find have a finder's, finder's fee. fee. Yeah. yeah, at least 10% finder's fee. So I think she should be getting 40% and then getting 50% if she's finding the customers. It doesn't matter that she's driving or not because the woman would have been driving with or without her. She would have been going. Mm. She's just jumping in on the ride. Right. She wants like, to throw way, her 10 that's... bucks for the ride. Cool. But I don't think it's necessary. Either way, that's like billable things for the job. And yeah. If it's not, it's things. It's write-offs. A write-offs. For her yeah. For sure. Yeah, I agree with that. And because she's buying the products, like, doesn't matter. You're still making money off of it. I mean, that if, if she wanted a partnership, then she then she needs to pay for the products also. But I'm also going to tell anybody that if your job is based on a percentage, then you ought to be seeing the books. Like, you need to oh, see yeah. what exactly yeah. that percentage is. Yeah, she should be keeping track of everything. That's good advice. I like that. Because, like, I've got a job coming up where I'm getting 25% of the box office overall, but one company is paying me. So I have a separate contract that stipulates that I'm getting 45% of what they make. And, mm. like, I, I told them, I was like, great, 
I also want to see what the box office records are to know that I'm getting the correct percentage. Right. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I think you should definitely I think you should watch your back. Mm hmm. I don't know. I'm not sure. I don't know. 30 percent just doesn't seem fair. But the finder's fee is, I think, the key too. like if you bring in the customer, that's it. All right. Here we go. My boyfriend is a lawyer in ADA. Oh, that's hot. Mm hmm. He doesn't drink, smoke, etc. His idea of having fun is watching YouTube. I love going out. I know he's good for me, but how can I get home to have some fun? Get him get to him. have some fun. Okay, get yeah. him to have some fun. Okay. Hmm. ADA is a big job, but he's got to like, he's got to want to, yeah, he's got to want to like have a good time on the weekends once in a while. Like I know he has clients on weekends also, I'm sure. Um, But I can't imagine that like he doesn't want to do anything. Like he doesn't want to just go get dinner or drinks with just you or doesn't want to go on a couple's thing or nothing like uh... if he's an ADA I can understand the like sensitivity about going out and it's hard to do this now but bring people over entertain people at home Mm. because then if he he gets a little loose he doesn't have to worry about driving he's already at home Mm -hmm. if he feels like his facade of like that professional is slipping He's easily able to go upstairs to bed and without any issues. Yeah. Take like a mixology course. What? Oh, I like Uh, that. Mixology? Yeah. Like there are a couple of online courses where you can do where they'll send you all the stuff in the mail and teach you how to make different specialty drinks at home. Oh, like as like people coming over and having like a fun. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's cute. I just feel like you're also not a prisoner. Like you can respect his line of work and his what he likes to do for fun, but you're not a prisoner and you should be going out. Yeah. What, well, what you like, it should be important too. you should. There should be some compromise here a little bit, at least make a drinking game out of his YouTube videos. <laughs> yeah. I think that if he's not willing to go out, then he should never, ever complain about you wanting to go out because you can't be held back just because it's not his thing. Dear Trey and Jay. Yeah. Um. Ooh. Please help. I feel stuck. I love my job, but it doesn't pay enough for me to stay in the city. W S I D. Whoa. What should I do? Is that slang? Wow. How did you decode that? Alan, is that a thing? The fact that you just said is that slang? Well, not <laughs> like I. Is that didn't an acronym? Know. I. Y'all, Mama Jess came and she stayed. <laughs> um, Is that slang? <laughs> I've never heard. Tell me you're over that, 35 like... without telling me you're over 35. W S I D slang. Excuse me, I decoded that. I'm impressed. I know that's because you're hip, Grandma. <laughs> she's she's with it like the young kids. <laughs> oh my god! All right, so what's the question? I lost. Should she work in the city? Yeah. No, talk to your boss and ask if there's anywhere he can relocate you to no no that's not the question Wait, <laughs> what the fuck is the question she loves her job but it doesn't pay enough for her to live in the city that she lives in which okay, is again so- another problem with society not really your boss is that imagine you live yeah. in a big city like and they can't you can't even afford to live there it's ridiculous but sorry carry on yeah i mean it, it obviously depends on what kind of job you have and if you have the power to mm. adjust your salary but you need to go talk to your boss and be like look with the cost of living, I need a cost of living adjustment to yeah. my salary. You just have to do it. Or you're going to lose slow. me. Yeah. But, but I do have to say, like, saying I love my job is very rare. Yeah. So, like, she loves it. I would hate for her to. Well, it's a, tread it's lightly. a tough situation. Yeah. It's a tough situation because you, you can't just be like, job, yeah. I would start with that. Like, boss, man. Dear boss. Dear boss. 
Um, I absolutely love my job. There's nothing I love more than coming to work. I just, I fear because the cost of living is so high. I don't know how to go about this without offending anybody or losing something that's so dear to me. Put on the whole like kiss ass routine of how much you love it here and what you're willing to do and uh, whatever. But if there's any way that there's, there's, I mean, unless she just started working there, I can't imagine him denying her to live where she needs to live for work. I mean, I would say try not to be too weak because then it's easier for them to say no. Mm-hmm. Like you, you've got to get, you've got to find that even balance between I love my job, but I am willing to go somewhere else. If you can't I don't, I just don't know needs. how long this woman's been here for. She's there for five years. I get it. Yeah. Right. Tell yeah. Him you're going to leave. But if you're there for a year, he's going to be like, no problem. I'll find someone else tomorrow. Right. Yeah. Um, Alan, play the, um, the news alert sound. Our baddie from earlier. Yes. Update. Sister was dating a guy who's been in jail 30 times. Here we go. He's gone to jail for assault on a guy, burglary, not dealing, but having enough drugs on him, and now is on trial for assault with a deadly weapon. My sister Um. is young, 32 years old and gorgeous, yet she is blinded by him. He's also called the cops on her when she smacked him for being high while driving her. Oh, my God. I mean, I don't. This isn't point blank of what should happen i can't yeah get out like uh, girl it's like it, it's one thing for the burglary charge i mean the assault. it's another thing to multiple assault like that's a pattern yeah but wait can i just say i know burglary we're all just like burglary but like burglary is fucking crazy to like like stick him up like <laughs> like give me all your money like it's a crazy move big big bold moves big bold moves and then to call the cops on someone for (laughs) smacking you is like oh let me assault all these guys and then my girlfriend smacks me once and it's like cops he sounds like a bitch yeah what a you know what's fucking crazy like how does that conversation go my girlfriend slapped me because i'm high what (laughs) yeah that's exactly where the other drug charges came from he called the cops on himself what an idiot idiot oh look at me i'm hang gliding uh, i'm dead that's, that's like exactly i mean this is wild this- i mean she's she's gonna have to she's one of those that has to learn the hard way for sure i gotta tell you i think if this was my sister i would cut her off like i'd be like this until is be- you've yeah, grown this up is, yeah this is better like what i'm doing is like because i love you so much and i cannot watch you yeah. put your like i couldn't pretend to like be okay absolutely because it. it's like her life and it's, it's putting her life in danger like i'd be like Listen, i'd pull the i don't feel comfortable yeah card. until like, you're away from the him. rule should be if your probation stacks you don't date them yeah mm-hmm. that's a good rule it's a good rule to have it's a good baddie rule if your boyfriend Person- has told someone stick him up, give me all your money. Maybe we move on. And <laughs> the only way your boyfriend should say stick him up if he's re- is if he's referring to your let. Yeah, stick King- him up. CEO of Don't Talk About Sex on stick today's podcast. <laughs> Preacher Allen, stick up. What? Preacher oh Allen. <laughs> I mean, yeah. This is I yeah, I I think I mean, great update. I needed I needed that for yeah, sure. Great update. Um, However, she's gonna she's gonna be one of those tough cases. You got to pull tough love on a girl mm-hmm. like that. Tough love, there, bingo. That's the mm-hmm. word I'm looking for. Tough love. You know, I'm wondering now if he's like the kind of guy who's been to prison enough that like he has a face tattoo and it's like a prison face tattoo. If it's a tear, we have a problem. That's mm-hmm. well, but that's like different than like the new like soft guy face tattoo. Like Pete Davidson has a face tattoo. 
Yeah. I don't think Pete Davidson's hard. No. No, but he could get it. Ew. (laughs) Barb, I would literally rather fuck the male guy than Pete Uh, Davidson. I love him so much. Really? Why? He's so funny. He's, he literally, my wrists are the size of his entire arm. He's tall though. And strangling. And hilarious. Like hilarious. He looks like I do think Pete Davidson's funny. He's okay. (laughs) He looks like Slender Man. Oh my God. And there you have it. And there you have it. Oh my god. Oh, I really. And that's on period. I can't. And that's the end of the show. Bye. <laughs> Bye, y'all. Oh my god. Um, baddies, we hope you like Dear Trey and Jay. Uh, we love answering your questions. You're always welcome to send them. Alan, what's our phone number? 540-394-1359. And we can text this phone number. You can text it. You can call and leave a voicemail. Wow. Uh, Mint Mobile fucking save the day. Okay, so baddies, take advantage of this because if you text us with good questions, mm. we'll talk about them on the show. We love answering your questions. Yeah. We're an advice show. We're giving you our advice. Even though it's bad. We're giving you our advice and we love you. Love you guys. And we will see you next Tuesday. Cheers, bitches. Bye. Don't forget, guys, new episodes air every Tuesday. So see you next Tuesday. Baddies, guess what's back? Jersey Vicious. Jersey Vicious, where the very vicious Alan Waters, a.k.a. Batty Daddy, watches Jersey Licious with fresh eyes. He's never seen it before, but now he's seen season one, and now he's going on to season two. And he's low-key excited. Yeah, he's very excited, and you can watch along with him, which is super exciting, on patreon.com backslash bad examples. You join us there. Alan's going to be on season two, episode one, with a special guest. Yep. In fact, if you're listening to this, you've already seen that watch party with a special guest uh, of my uh, the other Jessica in my life. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jessica Waters. My mama. He is, his life has been ruined by two Jessicas. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. So she, has she ever seen Jersey Licious? Uh, not since, not, not before this episode, no. Wow. And I, I cannot wait, because as, as of recording this right now, we haven't done the watch party. We're doing the watch party later tonight. So anybody who's already listening to this has already seen that. But I'm excited just to see what her reaction is going to be. I'm terrified. To Tracy. Mm-hmm. I'm terrified. <laughs> because I can't wait for that commentary. Because, <laughs> like, what does she know about bad examples? Um, that you take up too much time of my life. Yeah. Uh, that I am constantly moving my schedule around. Mm-hmm. And that I am not painting with them right now because I'm in a room talking. Yeah, wow so that's we're off to a great start and then yeah. wait till she watches she's the gonna be very she's fond of us after that <laughs> <laughs> she's going to hate me uh i'm super excited um for this watch party and for you guys to listen to his commentary because it's really great having someone who's never seen it before and someone that knows tracy it's an it's interesting weird, perspective yeah. like he genuinely knows her very well so um it's a it's definitely a new take on it and this season, season two, we actually tried to join last week, but there were technical difficulties. But Tracy and I are going to be doing a surprise pop in when you least expect it. Yeah. So that should be interesting in itself. Um, we really think you should join us on this because when the season is done, we, me and Tracy will talk about it again. Kind of like we, we like did recap. last episode. Yeah, we recap it. Alan asks us any questions that he needs answers to. Yeah. But what's fun is that if you're watching along with Alan, you can ask questions of your own and Alan can write them down and then let us know. Mm-hmm. So um, Jersey Vicious Watch Parties only on Patreon.com backslash bad examples. 
All right, guys, again, go check out patreon.com slash bad examples and relive all your um, either loving or hating Jerseylicious moments and uh, try to go back and look at me in a very different way. <laughs> Enjoy that. I have a question about this first name, and I'm not going to say it. Is if it's is this part of some like Harry Potter thing? Doesn't it look like it's, it does? It, it does, right? I'm going to I'm going to be totally honest. So this this person when I saw them sign up, I was like, this has to be a fake name. Is it real? But I, I think it's real. Imagine being born into this world and your mom be like, oh, captivating. That's what her name will be. Captivating Jimenez. This baby has captivated my Jimenez and that's oh her name. Oh my God. That <laughs> Jessica, you with your dumb bun. I mean, I can't believe that's an actual name, but I'm here for the love and the positivity that this name brings i it's truly a captivating thing i mean but in the pressure to grow up captivating yeah yeah you have like, what if you're pressure. like a plain ass jane yeah. like your name should have been fucking jane but you said you're captivating yeah i want to know what her nickname is cap cap um uh a nice uh well, southern slash jersey slash hispanic name virginia marie rodriguez virginia marie Ooh. Kiva Brown. Kiva. I've never heard that before. Me neither. That's I love it. That's kind of cool. I like it. Margo. Margo without a T. Margo Clarman. Clarman. Margo Clarman. <laughs> Did I say that like that? Margo Clarman. <laughs> sorry it wasn't spicy enough I'm for sorry. you, Trey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to read. Uh, Nicole Martinez. Nicole with a K. So I'm going to go with Nikki is her nickname. Mm -hmm. uh, Kim Strickland. I've heard this name a million times. It's one of those that you just remember, you know. Brittany Garnies. Brittany Garns, Brittany Garnies. Where do you see the word knees? Show me. That's definitely Garns. It's for sure Garns. Oh, okay. Brittany Garn. Sorry. Natalie Shumiel. 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 I think it's Shumiel. Okay. Shumiel. I'll just shut the fuck up and go fuck myself. Natalie Shumiel. Shumiel. Three times fast. Go. Shumiel. 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 Um. Michelle Andrade, 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 Andrade. Uh, I think Andrade is really pretty. It sounds real. That's why I went with that one first. But that sounds right, right? Right. Okay. Samantha, the Madonna of this list. <laughs> um, Sabrina de Jesus, which I know is not de Jesus. It's probably de Jesus, right? Or is it de Jesus? <laughs> yeah. Sometimes we're wrong on this. One. I don't know. I never know what 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 she's. She's the Jesus. The, she's the Jesus. Y'all, if my last name was thank God, there's a reason I didn't get that last Tracy name. DeJesus. I'd be like, yo, it's the Jesus. <laughs> Every time I went anywhere, the Jesus is here. Your Instagram would just be at the Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> the Jesus, out. Yo, I would love that last name. Sabrina, you have no idea how lucky you are. I, can I just ask a, a stupid question? Like, so, like, I get that, like, it's a Spanish thing. What is it? Because you're replacing the J with an H? It's a, yeah, the H sound. So, I mean, it, that's, like, so a there's wild a, thing to just be like, no, it's not Jesus. Because Jesus' name is such a big, it's like, a big well, name. Well, no, it's Jesus. Yeah, but. That's how you say it. Yeah, but Jesus. Is Jesus. Right. But unless I mean, you do Jesus. <laughs> you, we only say it that way because of English, though. It, it Like, Jesus is still Jesus. They it's say, just, when, so when they Mexico, pray to Jesus, they, they pray, pray to Jesus. Jesus. Yeah. Holy shit. They don't say Jesus, but my son is Jesus. That's what I thought. You're cute. Thank God you're pretty. <laughs> Are you guys sure? To Jesus. Out. So they pray to the Jesus. Okay. Okay. Got it. Susanna. Amanda Stone. 
Amanda Stone. Wow. Like the one of my favorite movies is The Family Stone. Um oh I almost said, is this your wife? But no, it's not Waters, it's White. Uh <laughs> Rachel R. White. Very, very matter of fact. Yeah, I don't think Rachel is spending a dollar on us. No, no, she's not. <laughs> Anything she's trying to like sue us or something. Michelle. Michelle. Just so basic and thank you, Michelle. Thank you for keeping it clean for us. Uh Rebecca Watts, or as Jessica would probably say, waits. <laughs> Rebecca Watts. I actually know a Watts family and Do I always you? call them the Wattses because I don't know how else to say that. Uh Jess, shout out to Jess. Solid name. Solid. Very, very, very good. I think she just signed up to for like her, herself so she could say her own name and get one right. Yeah, yeah. for sure. She's definitely paying money. Uh, Magda Rodriguez. Magda. 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 Anna Johnson. What's the, um? oh, Dakota Johnson. Anna was her character. I was like, never mind. Whoa. Yeah. Uh, Stephanie Bennett. That's a cute name. Michelle Bennett. Hum. Michelle Way Hum. to make it sexual. Comos. 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 Oh, co- you got Comos. Oh, like she's Comos. Like Comos. 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 All right, Michelle Comos. Uh, Brittany Christine. Ooh, so fancy with the Ys. Michaela. My. My. My Kayla. My Kayla? It's not your Kayla. It's my Kayla. My Kayla Sherman. We know her. She's good peep. Uh, Crystal Robledo. 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 That's what I'm going to go with. Crystal Robledo. Crystal Robledo. I just realized something. Yes. Uh It might be Michelle Como. You might not pronounce the yet. That's that's, um, Michelle Como. That makes more sense. A lot of waste of letters. But yeah. A lot of waste of letters. But I, I feel you. Uh, Alicia. All right. Break so it down. Like There's brothers. two words. <laughs> like brothers, but it's Crothers. Carruthers. Carruthers. That sounds like such a fancy fucking name. Carruthers. 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 Like you, you either have like a diamond mine mm. or you're a butler. Yes. See, I feel like they should own their own business where they're like, you know, like House of Carruthers. Ah, oh, you yes. know? Yes, yes. Carruthers, fetch the car. Do you want to hear a funny thing? Carruthers. When I was younger and like you used to like pretend you're other people on um like like uh chats or whatever. You know, remember when we used to go on chats like when we had to like aim you and all that shit? to be someone else. And I would and I would always they would be like, Oh, what's your last name? I'd always say Anderson because it's like the first letter of like it's what I would always say. So I uh, me and Gabby Anderson. I thought you were gonna be Tracy fams. Carruthers. I no. swear. <laughs> No, I'd always say Anderson because it was like the first, I was like, oh, A, give me an A name. And that was the first thing that always came to me. When wow. I got nervous and people would ask me my name, I'd be like, uh, I don't know. Anderson. Yeah. Gabby Anderson. Uh, Amanda Butler. Which is an also great last name. Mm-hmm. I know a Danielle Butler. Um, Carrie Duarte. Excellent. Duarte. Sophia. I'm getting fucking so lucky today. You're getting all the easy ones, I'm just saying. Kayla Oliveri. Very good. Oliveri, yes. Vanessa Medellin. <laughs> well, all right. Oh First off. Medeiros? I, I think it's actually Kayla Olivieri. Olivieri? That's way fucking fancier. Let's go with that. Kayla Olivieri. That's beautiful, actually. I love that. And mm. then it's Van- Vanessa Madeira- Medeiros. Medeiros. Yeah, yeah, that's what I said. Med- no, you said Madieros. No, play it back, Alan. I said that. Play sure. it back. I want to hear the sure, playback. Sure, sure, sure. All right. I'm going to play it back, and I'm going to add all of the syllables that you thought in your head. <laughs> okay. Angela A. Angela Allen? Is that <laughs> Angela Allen. Our, our Jerseylicious PA. Wow. The next name. 
Caitlin Topper. I want to be Jesse Topper. Yeah, that's the last thing you should be. <laughs> but I understand the appeal of it all. It's pretty cool. Margaza. Mar- Do you think that's one her first name? Yeah. Yeah, and just like she broke it down so Fancy. we weren't stupid. Margaza. Uh, Megan Kirby. Mm, Megan. M-E-G-H-A-N. Meghan. Meghan? Meghan Kirby. Meghan Kirby. Yep. And the last one, this is, if this is not, I go to Kentucky Derby and wear fancy hats. I don't know. Darcy Lancor. I mean, that, that's a fucking TV movie star. That's a movie star. Darcy Lancor. Darcy Lancor. I'm sorry. That's a, that's someone famous. I don't care what. Uh, baddies. Thank you for letting us, um, say your names. And, and them up. thank you for supporting our show and for Patreon. And we love you. We can't thank you enough for your love on Patreon.com. Mm-hmm. Bad examples because it's keeping us out on the show. Yeah, we exist yeah. to please you. Yeah, we live to please you guys. That's about it. <laughs> and we actually have we do. fun with this segment. It's a really fun segment. And we're glad um, that we can even do it with all these new names added every week. Mm-hmm. So thank you. We love you, baddies. And a very special addition for our Patreon baddies is we've got video content coming. Oh, yes. yes that's right. We have all the equipment here. We're going to start doing videos. So um, that will be exclusively for Patreon. So if you guys know somebody or you're friends with somebody who listens to the show or is on Club Baddie and doesn't have Patreon, tell them now before it's too late to sign up because the videos will be I mean, the videos are always iconic, but they're going to be amazing. They're going to be funny. You like, get to see all of our natural expressions. It would just be to be able to describe some of the things even around us. It's just going to be really fun, you know? I mean, we have a crocheted penis. Yeah. A bad like, examples mug. These things now. Now we have bad examples <laughs> podcast coronavirus shields. <laughs> I think we have to raffle one of those. We're going to have to for sure. I have other ones in that we'll raffle off that we'll give away. Um, <laughs> fancy ones. Um, I mean, our floating heads, Beatles ass. Yeah, it's, I mean, there's it's, a lot going on in here, and you're going to be able to see ridiculous. it all, yeah. finally. Um, and it's going to be great. Alan uh, hooked us up big yeah. time. Per usual. But the question is, is can we hook it up ourselves? No. We will the find answer, out. The answer is no. We need that smart guy you're friends with. What's his name? Jay. Yeah, he yeah. does all your tech shit. That smart guy. Yeah, uh, we're going to need him. <laughs> um, thanks again, baddies. We love you. Love you, bye. Bye. Even though we are not your best examples. Uh, we're the best you've got. So cheers, bitches. Cheers. Rate, download, and subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcast. Hosted on dimlywit.com.